Welcome to the Gonzo Sports Show. It's your host, Gonzo. It is Friday, February 24th, 2023, and we'll bring you a brand new episode of the Gonzo Sports Show tonight. Um, we're going to uh, get into a little Buckeye basketball, crew season opener, and uh, also uh, get into some fresh news, some local topics that, have, that hit the headlines today. Cleveland, and then we'll uh, jump into Cleveland sports, talk a little Cavs and Browns offseason, and then we'll talk a little about some college basketball. Conference tournament is right around the corner with March hitting this Wednesday, so March Madness right around the corner as well. So we'll touch a little base on that here in a little bit, and then also the rundown. We'll just and uh, and then we'll uh, get you on your way. So uh, let's no better than do. Let's. Uh, Kick it off with talking a little Buckeye basketball. You know, Buckeye basketball, it's just imploding. It's an imploding team. They have not won a game since Saturday, January 24th against Iowa at home, 93-77. And they have lost nine games straight after last night, putting them at 11-17 on the U. I, I I honestly don't know where to start with this team. They just imploded like no other. Um, last night Bryce had Bryce Sensible had 20 points, the f- freshman, um, and uh, Bruce Thornton had 19. You can't win the games when you have just two players leading the team, and Holtman playing the eight-man rotation last night doesn't help you as well. You need to be playing ten, at least nine, ten-man rotation, keeping fresh legs on the on the court. Um, I think you'll just you'll round down your players. Um, and there's just there's just no team chemistry watching this team last night. And uh, ever since, and that that's what's literally the such annoying part is there's no team chemistry. Like they had team chemistry the start of the U, and then. All the, it, was, it started when we played Minnesota at home on Fox Sports 1 when they did the uh, coaches mic'd up. That was the start of the implode of the second half of the season was that game against Minnesota. I mean, Holtman has lost control of this team completely. I And we play Illinois. I, I believe it's Illinois on Sunday. Um... And I just we're gonna we're probably gonna lose by 30 against Illinois because Illinois they're they're competing for for a top seed in, the, in March Madness they're gonna compete for a Big Ten title in the tournament uh in the conference tournament here coming up um yeah so I mean you it, it's it's very frustrating watching this team, and I, I it's why I haven't watched them since. I mean, last night was the first time of me watching this team. I was like, all right, let's watch them. They're on Fox Sports One. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this team and see do they look any different. And no, they don't. They they are an imploding basketball team, and it's very very frustrating to watch. Um and. 
Yeah, um, and um, it's time for the Holtman in the Packers bags. Get out of Columbus. We need a fresh coach to come in here and rejuvenate this basketball team because Holtman's not the guy. He hasn't been the guy for the last two years now, and uh, it's showing the end of this end of this season. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's Buckeye basketball. I, I it's just frustrating to watch the team. Honestly, implode because you know they're better than that. And who wants to watch you? You look. You I was watching Penn, watching the Penn State game, and those at home, there was no fans going to this game because who wants to watch them? Who wants to watch the team get blown out by 20, 30 every night? No one wants to watch that. Like, so yeah. I mean, it's time for the Holtman to, to go. If OSU wants to sell tickets, they want a ticket revenue in. And sell tickets. They want to be competitive in basketball. Holtman's got to go. He's a good recruiter. I'll give him that. But he can't put it together when they all get there in school. So my thing is, it's time for him to go. Um, he'll probably end up winding up in Notre Dame. I mean, that was the talk that he was gonna. He was one of the top guys to interview for the uh, Notre Dame job after Bray up there with uh, retired from uh, coaching up there. So yeah. Um, who knows what happens, but I think it's Holtman's time to go. All right. Well, leading off to that, pretty exciting thing. We got the Columbus crew back, oh, back in season starting Saturday, the season opener in Philly. That's a uh, 6.55 p.m. start down there. Um, they, uh, they're all having a watch party, um, at this low.com stadium for, that is free to go to. And uh, check it out. Zaftig did announce Brewing announced a uh, IPA they were doing with the Columbus Crew, collaborating. So check that out. That will be available too as well. Um, so I uh, hold it's pretty good. It sounds good. Um, so check that out as well this year. It will be available on Saturday as well. Um, as I read, it's gonna be interesting. New coach. We got a new coach this year. Getting rid of Caleb Portal from a pre from last year, um, yeah, kind of kind of disappointing because Caleb Portal was a great coach, for, was a good coach for us. I mean, bought us an MLS Cup championship in 2020, but since then, the move to the new stadium kind of created new stadium jittles. Um, had trouble winning and creating a winning atmosphere, so the uh, crew front office said. It was time for Caleb to get out of there and move, move on, move on from him. Brought in, we brought in uh, Wilfred Nancy. Uh, he was previously at CF Montreal, and uh, yeah, he helps the uh, build a winning atmosphere here. And I think, you know, this is the third year, third year in a new stadium, and this has to be a big year. You got some top players, you got big players that you brought in, and they want to win. Um, Lucas Ayo, number ten, is a midfield uh, midfielder, and then Coco Hernandez, number nine, is a forward. Two players to watch out for. Um, I think they're gonna have huge years for us. Um, yeah. Um, so I mean, my prediction: I think tomorrow the crew, tomorrow night the crew beat the Philly Union. Uh, I think we win three-one. And, uh, and 
actually an upset because I think Philly Philly is a it's tough place to play down there. I mean, for any any professional any professional team is it's hard to play in Philly. I mean, the fans are just they love their sports and than anywhere in this country. I mean, so but yeah, uh, I think I think we go in the Philly tomorrow. And one we win three one. So moving on, we got fresh news. Fresh news is a new topic that I uh, I created. Um, it's uh, just kind of the top news of the day. What I find interesting, and um, yeah, uh, Chiefs have promoted Matt Nagy to the offensive coordinator since Eric Bramley took the offensive coordinator position in Washington. Cool to see Matt Nagy getting getting a kind of getting to move back up in the uh, chain of command in the NFL with an NFL team again after getting fired as the head coach in Chicago. That was just a dumpster fire when he was there, um, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah. So, and then also we got the Honda Classic underway in Florida this week. Uh, Justin Suey, Sue is leading the pack at 10 under for the tournament. So, uh, and then really a lot of the big names kind of opting out to skip out this week. Um, cause I had, uh, the prepare for the honor pommel that's, uh, next week. So not a big name. So I, I know we're trying, hoping to see John Wong down there. Maybe, I mean, he's an automatic top five every week. I mean, uh, he won last week. To, uh, he won last week, I believe, uh, in, uh, at the Genesis, uh, Riviera. Um, and he's, yes. So, Cool. See, uh, so yeah. Um, and then we got basketball. We got, and then we also got the big fight this week that has been in 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 the making for the least the last year. Um, Jake Paul facing Tommy Fury. They tried to fight earlier last year, and then Tommy backed out. And uh, they are finally gonna fight tomorrow. Tomorrow night, uh, pay per view. I think it's Showtime. I believe. Or is it ESPN? One, I think it's actually no, it's ESPN. So uh, I, I, I like. I mean, Tommy Fury is an actual boxer, boxer. So we get to see what Jake Paul can do against an actual boxer. I mean, I Jake Paul is he? He's a talented box. He's a talented, talented boxer, but he hasn't fought an actual boxer. So this is the first test that we can see if Tommy Fury, uh, Jake Paul can beat Tommy Fury. Um, so. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the edge and say Tommy Fury wins tomorrow night. If Tommy Fury loses, it's rigged. That's my opinion. I'd, uh, yeah, but because we all know all Jake Paul's fights in the previous, they're all rigged. They're all money fights. So, yeah, I'd, uh, I, I hope this one's actually semi decent. Uh, so, I think Tommy Fury wins though. Uh, he's, I'm gonna give him the edge because he's an actual boxer. All right, moving on. We're going to move on to Cleveland sports. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little little Cavs action here. Um, Cavs dropped the last two games. Um, they dropped the game before the All-Star break, and then they lost last night, the first game back from the All-Star break. Um, yeah, um, tough tough, lo- tough loss last night uh, to Denver, 115-109. to Mobley was top dog, top dog last night, but uh, team struggled out from shoot from outside. It was six of 26 
22 they shot 23 percent from from outside i mean it's hard to win it's if you struggle from the outside in the nba it's hard to win games um i'm not i'm not worried i'm not, I'm not getting worried that they're gonna be that they're in trouble they're gonna lose that full spot in the uh, eastern conference but they might but i don't think they will and if they do i i I don't think they will though. I, I they gotta win the night against the Hawks. As it's they lose they lose again. I mean they'll get they they might slip up here, but you can't slip up in the second half of the season here. So we wanna we wanna remain strong. I mean we're at the Hawks tonight in Atlanta at seven thirty here. Um yeah, Mitchell only he played twenty five minutes, only had twenty two points last night. And overall just an overall bad shooting the ball. Uh, as a team wise, um, and uh, so yeah, I mean they also lost on the Bulls last night, 47 to 41. Um, so yeah, it's it's super hard, super hard to win when they when they do that. So this tough loss last night. We'll see what they what they do tonight against the Hawks. And uh, and also. Uh, Shout out to yeah, Kevin Love. Um, always, he he was a great player in Cleveland, and uh, I don't know really what happened, why we kind of faded away from him. But uh, cool that we're going to. Uh, I think we retired his number, I believe. And uh, but yeah, um, sad to see him go and leave the team. And uh, but. Uh, he, he was he's with us for a long time brought us championship when when LeBron was here so he was the last guy that we had on that from that championship team so but yeah uh hopefully we can rebound tonight against Atlanta um Brown's offseason's been uh been a little it's been been a little bit interesting um we fired our special teams coach this past week and Mike Peffel um after just a dismal year on special teams and uh, ended up yesterday we hired the Colts special team coach, and he was an ex-Brown too, um, Bubba Ventrone. <coughs> and I honestly, this is a great hire, um, being an ex-Brown too as well. He gets to come back home, be a coach for us now. Um, I think you definitely turn around special teams coach, uh, special teams around. Um, this coming season, it's what we need. Um, and because our special team was absolute was an absolute dumpster file. Um, so I, I we'll see what that happens. Uh, Bobby Wagner was released from the Rams this past week. Um, and it was reported that David Juco actually reported reported has reached out to come join the Browns. Um, would Caps Caps be an issue to get Ragnar to take less money? Um, you know, uh, we we all gonna have money to spend. Um, it's it's just that can we wind up getting Bobby Ragnar? I mean, that would be huge for our defense if we could end up getting Bobby Ragnar. Um, or would oh, we're just throwing things around. I would love it, and uh, yeah. Um, I, I just, 
and uh, there's some cap space news here that I want to I'm going to share with you guys. As the Cleveland Browns look to take a big swing or two in free agency, they get a good news that the salary cap is set to jump, set to take a jump in 2023. This is according to the NFL Network's Tom Palizzo. The NFL has informed the teams the salary cap will be taking a massive 16.6 million jump when the new league year kicks off. As of today, Browns have slotted about 14.4 million in the hole, but this does not account for the rollover cap which they led the league in. They will also have avenues to create a ton more space, including contract restructures of Deshaun and Miles Garrett and the release of highly paid and underperforming safety and John Johnson. Yeah, John Johnson is he's trash, garbage. Like, we literally need to. I mean, he, I'm glad he's gone. And needless to say, the Browns, we will have money to spend in the offseason. So, look to look to us to try to negotiate with Bobby Bragnell and bring him in. It would be a huge be a huge ad for us on defense, and that's what we need to. So, look for that. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk college basketball. Um, we got co- and conference tourneys because March is right around the corner this next Wednesday. So, when we get back, we'll talk to college basketball. I'm Gonzo, and you're listening to the Gonzo Sports Show. Are you a business that is looking to create more customers or you're a new business trying to get new customers to get customers. Why don't you look for, look to Gonzo sports show for advertisements. Contact, contact us today for pricing on advertisements at Gonzo sports show at outlook.com. All right, we're back at back here on the Gonzo Sports Show. We're gonna talk a little college basketball, and uh, yeah, um, got some college basketball conference tourneys and all that, and uh, see how that shapes up. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to March Madness and seeing where all this goes and. Let's let's start with the Big Ten and kind of all standings where we at in the Big Ten. Purdue's top dog in the in the uh, at 13 and four in the conference, and then you got Northwestern right behind them at 11 and six, and then you got Illinois at number three, Indiana number four, Maryland number five, Michigan number six, and Michigan State rounding out number seven. Don't want to count out Michigan State. Michigan State's win this past week just made us look. I mean, they 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 could be the they could be the underdog coming in the tournament, the conference tournament to win this thing. Michigan State looked really good, but I look to I look for Purdue to be 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 honestly the uh, Big Ten conference tournament champion. They they have just looked. Really, really good this whole year. Um, so yeah, I like Purdue. Out of that, we're gonna move on to uh, the ACC. ACC's got Miami number one at thirteen at fourteen and four. Number two is Virginia thirteen and four. 
Pittsburgh, 13 and 4. And number 4, Clemson, 12 and 5. NC State's 12 and 6. And number 6 is Duke at 11 and 6. Duke is getting better and better of a game. I watched them. Um, they are going to be dangerous when it comes in the conference in the uh, conference tournament and and the March Madness. I think honestly, Duke is literally getting dangerous and dangerous of a game. They're starting to find themselves, and uh, they struggled a little bit to start the year. But I think they literally are looking better and better every every game here in the second half of the season. So. Look for Duke to really make a charge here in March and go pretty far in the tournament. Um, let's go with Big 12. Big 12, we got Kansas number one, Texas number two, Kansas State number three, Baylor number four, and Iowa State number five. And uh, honestly, Kansas Kansas runs, this, runs the Big 12. I mean, Kansas takes care of business. They're an automatic... Conference champion, and they're not a bad number one seed. And they're the reigning, they're the reigning national champions of last year. So Kansas has a lot of on the on those shoulders. Um, and so yeah, I mean they have they've won the last their last loss was back in uh, February fourth against Iowa State. And they've not lost since then. So, I mean, yeah, Kansas runs that division. Um, and then let's move over to the uh, SEC here. Talk SEC standings. Uh, Alabama, number one. Uh, it's interesting. Interesting when, um, this week was uh, stuff came out about uh, Brandon Miller and had another thing, and the coach said, "Wrong place, wrong time." Well, you know what? I mean, a lot of people you can say that whole that 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 whole thing is just honestly, players are just stupid, just absolutely stupid. You put your, you put your, like, literally, he shouldn't, like, the top player should never have been in that, in that situation, in my opinion. They should, he should never have been in that situation. I mean, you can say, oh, I didn't know he had a gun, and all that, and like, I just got in the call. It's total bullshit. And then the coach comes out, wrong place, wrong time. I can't control my players and where they're at or, uh, other than practice. Which is right. You can't, but you can. But, I mean, you, get, you these kids have to know better. And he didn't know better. And he's going he's gonna to solve the consequences for what he did. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, it's... <laughs> I still can't believe Alabama is still number one in the uh, SEC right now. Um, Texas A&M's right behind them at 13 and two, <coughs> and Kentucky's number three at 10 and five in the conference at 19 and nine. Honestly, Kentucky is just on fire. They the way they started the they started the year to where they're at now. They're just like I said, just I just said about two minutes ago about Duke. Duke started out. 
not too hot. Kentucky started the same way. And you look at Kentucky, they're number three in the SEC. They're looking at a conference title. I mean, and what, a month ago, people were saying, oh, Cal Perry needs to be fired? I I guess I I guess that would just put fire underneath Cal Perry's blood and said and said no I'm staying here in Kentucky I'm not leaving I'm a, I mean I want to bring another title to this town I mean Kentucky Kentucky fans they love their basketball down there and they were just red hot I mean 19 and 9 overall they've won the last three um. It's going to be a good SEC tournament. I mean, you got Texas A&M that won the last six in the 13-2. and two. Um, And Alabama's 14-1 and one still. I mean, in the conference. I mean, and then you got Tennessee at 9-6. and six. Tennessee is kind of falling down. They they were a good team to start the year. They've been iffy here late because um, they lost two. They've lost two too straight um so yeah um yeah that's the sec um i'm not gonna go any more further than that but uh we there's some i let's talk on some uh games tomorrow let's see if some uh talk some college basketball games top You got Michigan State out of Iowa tomorrow at noon. You got Creighton Villanova at noon. You got TCU at Texas Tech. Um, Connecticut, St. John's at noon. I'd like to watch Connecticut. I've heard some things about how Connecticut is really, really good basketball team this year. And uh, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, catch that game. And then you have Iowa State at Oklahoma. And uh, Alabama is at Arkansas. Kansas at West Virginia. Uh, Dayton's at home against George Mason. Dayton's a good basketball team. Watched them last Friday night at Loyola. I mean, Loyola Chicago is just absolute dumpster fire this year. Absolute dumpster fire. They used to, they were, they. I don't know what happened. I think they just lost a lot of guys. Oh yeah, they've really fallen down. They're not. They they won't be in the tournament this year, which is sad. Say, um, and then uh, we actually got tomorrow night, 7:30. It's Indiana versus Purdue, the Battle of Indiana. Yeah, you know who I'm gonna pick? I'm gonna pick Purdue to win that game, because Purdue wins that game, they'll be the number four seed come March, and they won't lose another game if they beat Indiana tomorrow. Purdue will just soar through the league, the Big Ten, and they'll get to the March Madness as the number one seed. They won't. They will not lose another game. But uh, yeah. Um, let's talk a little March Madness. My only prediction for the number one seeds. I just said one of them, Purdue. My other ones, Kansas, and then Alabama, and then Houston. Those are my only number one seeds for March Madness. Um, and we'll talk more about. Talk about more college basketball come Monday. Um, we'll do another, do a big segment for college basketball, the scores, and we'll talk back Buckeye basketball. Probably lose by 30 in Illinois on on Sunday, 
Uh, most likely. Now the one down. Let's just let's let's run it back. Buckeye basketball, absolute tragedy. Little dumpster file. Holtman needs to go. Pack the Holtman needs to pack his bags. Get the get the hell out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, crew season opener. Let's go. Let's go, crew. Honestly, this is the year that we can get in the playoffs and get back to an MLS Cup. Maybe win it. Um, new coach. Thodio in the new stadium. I think this Thodio is the charm in the new stadium. They say that Thodio is the charm. And so, yeah, let's, uh, and then Cavs play at night. Let's, Cavs are going to rebound against the Hawks and uh, get back on that winning track. Uh, Donovan Mitchell hopefully drops 40 points tonight. Would love to see it. And Browns. Uh, let's. I, I. I love to sign Bobby Ragnall. Um, great, great sign on th- on uh, Thursday on signing uh, uh, Bubba or uh, Bubba Ventron for special teams. Great sign. Love it. And college basketball. Purdue is gonna beat Indiana. They won't lose another game the rest of the year if they beat Indiana. I'm telling you right now, Purdue is the team probably the win it all this year. I'm telling you right now. I took Kansas last year. I am the undisputed reigning champion of the my bracket pool because I took Kansas last year. And I was the only one that did. Yep. So, yeah, I I thrive on it. Kansas took me there last year. I'm going to do it again. Purdue beats Indiana tomorrow by 10. They won't lose a single game the next the rest of the year. The, the rest of the year to March Madness. And, uh, yeah, they're going to they're, – they're, and they'll get the number one seed. Get a number one seed, and they're locked in. I, they're going to win the title this year. I'm telling you right now. No one's going to stop Edie. The guy's been there for – seems like he's been there for eight years. Uh, I'm just saying. So, all right. That was the rundown. I hope you guys enjoy sports. Enjoy the fight if you watch it. Um – yeah, enjoy all the sports this weekend. We're gonna talk. I'll talk with you guys Monday. I'm Gonzo, and for the Gonzo Sports Show, have a great night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.